everyone this is ashley with brujas blunt and everything in between i hope you guys had an amazing weekend um this retrograde this <laughs> this full moon in aries jesus gosh that's that's pretty much how this this shit has felt and it's crazy because i don't know about y'all i don't know about y'all but my retrograde was amazing like and not saying that to brag just being honest like I've had so many rough retrogrades and this was my first one where it was chill like I'm recognizing the lessons but it's almost kind of like it was like a build-up and everything that I needed to put emphasis and focus on got like thrown in my face in the shadow period and bro when I tell you this post shadow period it's it's been it's been mentally and emotionally exhausting like not even going front with y'all it's been mentally and emotionally exhausting but the thing that I wanted to talk about today is being single now I have another guest that I'm going to be bringing on the podcast to talk about this soon but I figured you know what my anniversary of me being single is coming up soon so I want to take this time out to speak on this myself. Now, um, I have been single. Oh, excuse me. I need a nap. I have been single. It will be seven years on October 12th. It's It's been a long ride. Like, y'all, it's been a long ride. Like, I was coming out of an abusive relationship mentally emotionally physically verbally financially every lee you can think of I was dealing with and at that time I had to uh, leave the relationship because it was like look this is life or death matter either you can stay and keep mentally emotionally and physically getting your ass beat or you can as Jasmine Sullivan say what she say uh pick up your heart and leave pick up your feelings pick I can either you can either pick up your motherfucking feelings and go bitch or you can see how much worse this shit is gonna get take your pick and I said I'm gonna take get my ass out of this bitch for 5,000 Alex not even 500 five motherfucking thousand so at that time I was um pregnant with my child I relocated and I'm gonna be real with y'all it was hard like when you have dealt with so much chaos for so many years it's like when you get away from it you miss it and it's like you miss it because you don't know at that point you don't know what peace is you don't know what self-love is because you've been so busy trying to give to somebody else you know and I'm like trying to help myself understand like like today's been a really emotional day for me just stuff triggering me left and right like this post retro this post shadow retrograde like I could damn near start crying right now so this is going to be a very transparent podcast just a heads up if you're an emotionally unavailable person I definitely advise you to exit stage left right now because I might just cry today so but hopefully you guys can take something from this but like I said um when I relocated 
I wanted to go back home so bad. What was home? I wanted to go back home so bad. And I'm like, I miss it. I miss it. And at that time, I um, ended up going back to help a help a said family member um, dealing with some personal things and some personal issues. And it was just kind of like God. It just felt like God was blowing me in the wind. I wanted to stay out there. I wanted the relationship to work. Not in this not even just for myself truthfully like on some real shit and I know y'all might hear this often like oh I went back because I wanted to make it work for the kid and it's really about self and while this reasoning may come off selfish to people I genuinely went back because I wanted to make it work not even just for myself but for the sake of my child and I quickly realized you can't be trying to do this whole two-parent household thing when the household is toxic like it just it won't work so fast forward to me relocating again back to where I'm at now and I realized so much and I found out so much about myself in a short period of time like when I relocated I ended up going to massage school I got to rediscover where it is that I live from a different a different viewpoint a different lens um I gave dating a try for a short period of time and I wouldn't say it didn't work out my intentions that I had set at that time were not what was in my best interest and I thank God for that and eventually I just kind of you know I tapped into me I was in massage school um how old was my son by this time this was what 2017 so he was like about a year and some change at this point when I started massage school so focus on him you know still got that newborn baby high going on and I'm really just in a space of finding myself like I had got myself on a routine I was cooking more I had just started transitioning into going vegan um I dabbled a little bit in um vegetable gardening in specific I honestly think that's my specialty or something I love working with I love working with vegetables and herbs um dabbled in that uh really started getting into herbs at that time and then during that time I ended up meeting somebody and looking back on it it was just it was another repeated toxic cycle it was things that I was allowing that I shouldn't have and things that I thought were okay because I wanted somebody in my life and it was just like I had I remember having a conversation with my mom we were out running errands and stuff and we were with my child and I had said um I said I was like I'm ready to date and I vividly remember her saying that but just the situation didn't end up working out with said person and this is when my whole world flipped upside down I ended up meeting somebody and it's crazy for those of you that are spiritual you know when something happens when you're when you say sometimes when you save pictures or save memes 
it's not even just because you're saving it it's your spirit giving you a gentle reminder or warning and I don't want to go into detail about what the picture what I say but it was pretty much the, the the nature of the picture was don't have sex with x y and z person and what ended up happening I ended up having sex with x y and z person literally four months three and a half months from saving this picture on my phone and at that time this person really showed me I do not fucking love myself like I think aside from the other person that I had dealt with short term this situation really showed me I did not love myself I did not give a fuck about myself I was willing to stand my ground but I was not willing to be consistent with it now that's 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 the biggest thing I've learned with dating you can stand your ground all day long but the tough the tough part is standing your ground consistently upholding your boundaries consistently when you make a promise to yourself of course you're going to make promises this is this is a learning curve for you this is all new shit for you but when you make promises to yourself remind yourself actively why you made those promises because that was my biggest thing I said I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna do that even just constantly telling friends I'm not gonna do this I'm not gonna do that and end up doing it and it's like eventually even for your friends that shit becomes fucking exhausting bro like you not only got to be considerate of your own self you got to be considerate of your friends because it's like it's like when you're dating in high school that's different friends just be with all the bullshit all the bullshit all the fucking time and when you're an adult it's like all right sis at this point it's not stupidity it's self-sabotage which may just go hand in hand and it's like it took me about what it took me like about two and a half years to like really realize what I was allowing and it's some days that I'll be like damn that's two and a half years of my life that I wasted but I don't always learn lessons well and I'm trying to get better about not having to let shit be chaotic to learn a lesson and learn it the first time even if I don't understand it just follow suit but I appreciate I'm I'm not full in a full appreciation I'm in partial appreciation of that situation because of everything that it's shown about me childhood wounds that it's exposed my dating history per se and I guess oh and and two another thing um one of the things that I did I want to say it was early 2019 there was a book there was a book that I had purchased I don't know this name verbatim so don't quote me on this it's it's called um a journey a roadmap of self-healing from narcissistic abuse when I first bought this book I made it to page 18 why did I only make it to page 18 because it was triggering it was very fucking triggering and I realized the reason I could not make it through that book is because I was dealing with another narcissist so it wouldn't have registered well so fast forward to maybe like about six months ago or so give or take I my spirit finally told me like you know what it's ready we got to read this book you don't got to read it all at once but you got to read it so I started reading it and this is why I say 
God puts things, people, places, ideas in our space when we're ready for it. Because when I restarted this book, I was ready for it. And when I read it, I'm just like, bro, not me being involved with another fucking narcissist. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I was completely blown away. And, you know, after after that whole situation, it wasn't only, and this is the biggest thing I say, when you've been dating and you've dealt with narcissists all your life, it's not just about healing from that abuse. You have to heal from the survival tactics that you learned. Because oftentimes when we don't heal that part of ourselves, when we don't unlearn those survival tactics, we carry them into next relationships and not even just romantic platonic relationships. And I feel like that's why a lot of women in certain instances are still toxic, even after healing from the relationship, because it's like they've learned to set boundaries for themselves, but they have yet to respect the boundaries of others. And that's why I tell a lot of women, you can heal from that narcissistic abusive relationship all you want to. But if you do not heal those traits and traits and survival instincts that you picked up in the relationship it's it's gonna be like you're constantly starting a song over again it's gonna be same shit different day the same thing replaying over and over and that's been like the biggest thing in my journey like I'm in the part of my journey just even with dating where I'm just like I will not be able to have a successful dating life if I do not get a fucking therapist because Y'all that know me know I am a shadow worker. I am a intuitive reader. I'm a Reiki practitioner. I'm a massage therapist. You know all the things, all the things. And I'm just kind of sitting here like, baby, you got all these tools and you feel internally like you're at a plateau and it's not even just that it's just I'm like I'm I'm mentally exhausted when you've been helping other people heal for so long and you haven't been making yourself a full priority the way that it is that you need to you realize like I can't fully move forward the way that I want to until I am really willing to get help and I thought that meant accepting help from friends because I'm very hyper independent and when I started to loosen that up and allow my friends to help me, things started getting better. But I'm just like, fuck, it feels like something's missing. And that's when I recently created my self-care deck and I made a list for the month of October. What are some things I need to focus on this month and finding a therapist fell out. So I made that initiative, uh, called my insurance, got some places, looked through reviews, and found one that may be best suited for me shit fingers fucking crossed that it goes well because out of all the ones on my list that is the only one that's left so y'all pray for me please that this therapist works but I say that to say sometimes don't with this whole dating thing don't be afraid to make mistakes and especially for those that are mothers dating as a mother is fucking hard it's it's y'all if y'all don't hear my child in the back like way in the background dating as a mother is hard dating as a mother healing from an abusive relationship is hard dating as a mother healing from an abusive relationship and healing from trauma and childhood trauma is fucking hard 
Give yourself grace. Surround yourself with people that love you and are willing to give you patience and grace. Surround yourself with things that make you happy. If you don't know what makes you happy, take time. I promise you it will come because I'm pretty sure the 2015 Ashley wouldn't have known that she loves taking pictures. She loves anything with creating graphics. She loves gardening. She loves baking. She loves to help people more than what she more than what she already has in the past. Like I could go on and on and I'm still finding my hobbies and rediscovering hobbies that I love to do as a child and implementing them as an adult. But the biggest thing for me is making sure that you are finding yourself and loving on you so that when you are dating, you're dating for extra happiness. You're already happy. That dating is just, that's the cherry on top. You know, it's like, you the bitch, you the whole motherfucking ice cream sundae. You got the bananas. No, fuck that. Banana split, bitch. You a motherfucking banana split. You got the bananas. You got the three scoops of the Neapolitan ice cream. You got the sprinkles, the chocolate sauce, the nuts, the whole nine. Dating somebody that's going to love you for you and love your child needs to be the cherry on top. And I know everybody's situation may be different. Some people may need that extra person to come in and help them in their journey. I'm completely all for that. Everybody's different. For me, though, because I've been, quote unquote, dating since I was 14 years old. I'm 28 years old. That's 14 fucking years. And then none of them were ever happy relationships. They were a lot of them were trauma bonds. So it's like. Now as an adult, learning how to date in a healthy manner, learning how to date being a mother, it would be different if I didn't have a child, but I'm learning to date not only as 28-year-old Ashley, I'm learning how to date as 28-year-old Ashley that has a child and dating healthy, learning learning how to set boundaries and not feel bad about it because that's, that's always been my biggest trial and tribulation is being okay with setting boundaries and I know for me everybody's different but for me knowing I don't need to be having sex with the person that I'm dating because I know I am healing that part of me that searches for emotional fulfillment within sex and I know me still being on this journey of celibacy is something that I need to uphold with my dating life as I continue to heal myself so I just felt like sharing that part of me with you guys and today's been a rough day and I figured this is one of the many things that probably has me feeling like I'm like ready to ball out in tears so I wanted to share that moment of vulnerability with you guys because I know I have a lot of mothers that are listeners on my podcast so y'all let me know let me know how you feel about this let me know how it helps uh feel free to email me at brujas to blunts at gmail.com um if this was if this is a discussion you guys would like to take a little bit further uh feel free to message me on instagram brujas to blunts dot llc 
and I would love to discuss it with you more there but until next time I hope you ladies and gents if you're listening have an amazing weekend and I will talk to you all soon all right bye